Chapter Twenty of the Brownies, their book by Palmer Cox. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Jude Summers. Chapter Twenty, The Brownies Return. Once, while the brownies lay at ease about the roots of rugged trees, and listened to the dreary moan of tides around their island lone, said one, My friends, unhappy here, we spend our days from year to year. We're cornered in, and hardly boast a run of twenty leagues at most. You all remember well, I ween, the night we reached this island green when flocks of fowl around us wailed and followed till their pinions failed and still our ship at every wave to sharks a creaking promise gave then spilled us out in breakers white to gain the land as best we might since then how oft we've tried in vain to reach our native haunts again where roaming freely unconfined would better suit our roving mind to-night while wandering by the sea a novel scheme occurred to me as i beheld in groups and rows the weary fowl in deep repose they sat as motionless as though the life had left them years ago the albatross and crane are there the loon the gull and gannet rare an easy task for us to creep around the fowl while fast asleep and at a given signal spring aboard before they spread a wing and trust to them to bear us o'er in safety to our native shore another spoke i never yet have shunned a risk that others met but here uncommon dangers lie suppose the fowl should seaward fly and never landing course about and drop us when their wings gave out to shallow schemes that will not bring a modest risk let cowards cling the first replied a brownie shows the best where dangers thickest close but hear me out by sea and land their habits well i understand when rising first they circle wide as though the strength of wings they tried then steering straight across the bay to yonder coast a visit pay but granting they for once should be inclined to strike for open sea the breeze that now is rising fast will freshen to a whistling blast and landward sweeping stronger still will drive the fowl against their will now at his heels with willing feet they followed to the fowl's retreat twas hard to scale the rugged breast of crags where birds took nightly rest but some on hands and some on knees and more by vines or roots of trees from shelf to shelf untiring strained and soon the windy summit gained with bated breath they gathered round they crawled with care along the ground by this one paused or that one eyed each chose the bird he wished to ride when all had done the best they could and waiting for the signal stood it hardly took a moment's space for each to scramble to his place some seized a neck and some a head and some a wing and some a shred of tail or aught that nearest lay 
to help them mount without delay. Then rose-wild flaps and piercing screams, as sudden starting from their dreams, the wandering fowl in sore dismay brought wings and muscles into play. Some felt the need of longer sleep, and hardly had the strength to cheep, while others seemed to find a store of screams they'd never found before. But off like leaves or flakes of snow, before the gale the brownies go, away, away, through spray or cloud, as fancy led, or load aloud. Some birds to poor advantage showed, as with an oddly balanced load, now right or left, at random cast, they flew, the sport of every blast. While fish below had aching eyes, with gazing upward at the prize, they followed still from mile to mile, believing fortune yet would smile. While plainer to the brownies grew, the hills and vales that well they knew. I see, said one, who from his post between the wings could view the coast. The lofty peaks we used to climb, to gaze upon the scene sublime. A second cried, And there's the bay, from which our vessel bore away. And I, another cried, can see the shady grove, the very tree, we met beneath the night we planned to build a ship and leave the land. All in confusion, now at last, the birds upon the shore were cast. Some, tumbling through thick branches, fell, and spilled the load that clung so well. Some, topsy-turvy to the ground, dispersed their riders all around. And others still could barely get to shores where land and water met. Congratulations then began, as here and there the brownies ran, to learn if all had held their grip and kept aboard throughout the trip. And now, said one, that all are o'er in safety to our native shore, you see, so wasted is the night, Orion's belt is out of sight, and ere the lamp of Venus fades, we all must reach the forest shades. End of chapter 20